0: Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Nine and the Heel Games Podcast. I'm your host Nine and your co-host Gino aka The Heel. What's up guys? So today we got a a few topics to discuss. Some of them will be brief on, some others we're going to go in depth on. Uh, Starting with Xbox Series X and an interview that they had with Phil Spencer talking about making bold moves. Now one of the bold moves that they talked about was revealing the Xbox Series X at uh, the Game Awards show, and, and you were watching it with me when that mm-hmm. happened. And it was something that nobody really expected. We all expected that they were going to do the real reveal and a separate event just for their next generation platform. And he kind of goes into depth about talking about still having that competitive, uh, I want to say the competition with Sony and the PlayStation 5 and not really. Um, doing the same things over and over again. He talks about trying new things. And one of those new things being the reveal at the Game Awards show. And he even goes in about how when he was presented the idea about doing the real reveal at the Game Awards, that he thought it would be a little odd. But in the end, the response really made him feel that it was a good move. And it just kind of talks more about how they want to go in a direction doing things that they did not try before in order to hopefully find some success where they did not find success uh, in this current generation. What do you think of everything I just told you?
1: I do think that showing it at the Game Awards was definitely surprising. I know we were surprised. Um, I think you know it was a pleasant surprise more than anything else. I think it's a great idea, to be honest. Um, you know these conferences, a lot of the times they're exciting because of the things they show. But if we really break it down, they're all very much of rinse and repeat. So I, I do like the idea uh, of trying different things and and being a little bit bold and a little bit fresh on certain things. So I'm really looking forward to seeing where this can go. I, I do also feel like we're seeing we're kind of moving away from straight console wars, especially with the cross generation things. And everyone's kind of running their own race a lot more than they were previous console generations. So all in all, I do like it. and I like to see more of this kind of thing and see where it goes from
0: here. Absolutely. I agree with everything you just said. Uh, I, I do believe he briefly talks about also um the criticism that he got about having the games on the previous generation consoles for one to two years and honestly and i kind of support the the idea is people who just bought into the xbox one x should not be left behind just because you know a couple years later the next generation consoles come out also i think it's a great thing that they are going to support people even with the original base xbox ones and i think it's such a consumer friendly move that it gets overlooked unfortunately it gets overlooked Mm -hmm. and uh i don't know I, i i'd like to see i think most of all i'd like to see them make some moves to kind of create more of a competition with sony's first party games i feel like they're really lacking there and we've talked about it so much so there's really not much else to add about that specifically but i think we can agree that if they bring those first party games, they'll be all right.
1: Yeah, I know I agree with that. I think if I could just add one small thing, um I think they're really smart in doing in in having, you know, not leaving that generation behind because of the power of Game Pass. If you cut Game Pass from one, you know, you start cutting things. You're really going to start alienating people, and you almost risk losing that bit of a fan base where people do kind of feel more that stop, and then you know they might consider jumping ship or, or or just you know skipping out on that generation entirely. Whereas you know you ease them in a little bit slow, you know they play some of their games and then they jump onto it. Everything's kind of you know sunshine and rainbows. You know you keep them happy and you keep them on your on your ecosystem. So I think. It is very consumer-friendly, and I think it's a really smart move by them, and I like it a lot.
0: Absolutely, and I want to add one more thing on top of here, mm-hmm. one more thing. With Microsoft Do doing Game Pass, the next-generation console, so the Xbox Series X, anybody going into that, if they sign up for Game Pass, they get a lot of different games, and they get the whole last generation of video games um, to play. So mm-hmm. it, it kind of creates this catalog of games that you would never have in a next generation console launch i think it's it's a very smart move and i think it's going to create um a lot of opportunities to to get customers to sign up for game pass with the next generation consoles yeah no i agree 100 so nintendo switch created or released a new color and i believe it's called coral coral it's called coral Yep. the new coral switch light color it looks pretty cool i actually like it see I really love the colors that the switch light is doing, and I so so badly wish they kind of had like the regular you know switches in different colors. Mm. That would be so cool. You do see a few of them,
1: like the new Animal Crossing one, actually is coming in a little bit of a like a little bit of a different color. But mostly we're seeing the colors in the Joy Cons. I do like you said. I like the the different colors. I still still think that they're missing the boat and doing their see through controllers. Oh, I think see through like. If they did see-through Joy-Cons and see-through Switch lights, man, I, I would get one 100%. 100%. And I think a yeah. lot of people would do it, right? I'm kind of surprised they haven't done it. Like, imagine, like, the N, like they do an N64, an homage to N64 and bring, you know, like the, like, that purple N64 version. I think people would go crazy. And I think... The other side of that too is, is they're bringing a lot of different color Nintendo Switch lights, but they're not bringing that many different color Joy Cons, which kind of sucks, right? I think they should. I, I'm surprised they don't. You know, a lot of people are just doing it themselves, like you know, getting the cases and stuff. Yeah. So, um, you know, to kind of fulfill that 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 need. But I think for the Switch lights, especially if they want to sell units, it's great idea. Just bring some bring as many colors as you want. You should.
0: It's a missed opportunity, and they would make a lot of money off of that. Yeah, yeah, man. In other Nintendo news, we have The Witcher 3 getting cross-save support from PC to the Nintendo Switch, and it only supports the Nintendo Switch and the PC at the moment. So I think that's really neat to see because you got the Switch for, you know, on-the-go type of access, and, and then you can also play that same save file on a PC if you had a PC that could handle the game. I feel like while that probably doesn't apply to a large, you know, population of Nintendo Switch owners, I think the option there, number one, is amazing. And I would love to see that across more platforms.
1: Yeah, um, I, I think more than anything else, anytime that you bring access and features like this, it's always a good thing. I do believe also in that vein of not they also bringing uh, more options for like draw distances and stuff on the on the switch too so anything like that is great i do love the cross days where you can move you know move your save file back and forth um the witcher is obviously a huge game so anytime that you can always you know play it on the go and then play it on your pc is a great option especially considering that um i think the in terms of the witcher 3 on switch the best way to play it from what I've heard is on the handheld. It's not on the TV. So if you can play it on the PC and then move it over to the Switch handheld, it's kind of the best of both worlds. And I do
0: think that's a great idea. Absolutely. And I think it's amazing that they even got it to mm-hmm. work in the first place on yeah. there. So that's that's great. Okay. So Nintendo also had a direct for Animal Crossing. And uh, Gino's going to tell you all about it because he's our local Nintendo expert. So go ahead, Gino, let him well, know.
1: Well, um, to be honest, to me... There wasn't a whole whole lot to it, and and I say this with a lot of respect to it. Uh, you know, they are definitely adding some things. If you have played Happy Home Designer, there's a little bit of elements to that now. There's a lot of customization. The town looks really cool. I still think that it's Animal Crossing at its you know at its core. So it, I don't think if you were not a fan of Animal Crossing, I don't think that this would really, uh, you know, be the one for you. And I think if you love Animal Crossing, then this is the one for you. But I don't, but I don't see it as being able to tip the tip the you know the scale on on getting a lot of new people who really didn't like the previous franchise. You're not going to want to play this one. That being said, I'm kind of torn if I want to get it or not. A huge part of me wants to get it, and a huge part of me is uh, still hesitant yeah. on it. Um, but in 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 all seriousness it looks great it looks really really fun it's just one of those things it's one of those games where it's just such a slow burn that sometimes it's you know kind of hard to get into if you're not really into that
0: i've never tried an animal crossing game so i honestly couldn't even tell you what i think of it um i do <laughs> know that it's one of those games that's a sl- super slow burn I know that it's not something that you play for a week and you get the full experience. It's something you gotta play for a long period of time. Am I right in saying that?
1: Yes. Oh, absolutely. That game you can't play, especially at the beginning. You can only play for a certain amount of time because your items like will reset, right? So, so let's say you're collecting seashells or something, you can only collect so many in a day. Yeah. Right. And then there's literally nothing else you can do. So you literally are better off just turning it off <laughs> and then just waiting until the next day. And it's meant to be played like that, to be honest. It's meant to be experienced all year round. And you're not even supposed to. It's one of those games you can't really even take a break from, from what I remember. You kind of have to be on it all the time. You actually see if you watch um on YouTube, there's a lot of like elderly, you know, elderly people who will play this game because it's such a slow burn and it's so casual and it's fun and you know what i mean so um you'll see them they'll go crazy right like uh, they'll have a ton of items in the game and stuff it's just one of those games it's just a super slow burn you got to be almost kind of patient and uh, and appreciate that process but i think if you do this is the game for you yeah okay
0: Sounds good. Well, if you end yeah. up playing it, let us know what you think of it. Yeah. I played a little bit of New Leaf, and it, and
1: I definitely got what it was, and I could appreciate it for what it was, but I just wasn't in that, you know, of that mind of being that patient. I'll, I will recommend it to anyone who has a commute, because it's perfect for, like, you know, if you're sitting in a bus or a train or anything like that, but... Um, yeah if i do get it i'll let you know for sure
0: sounds good so it wouldn't be an episode of our podcast if we didn't talk about playstation and playstation will be skipping gdc this year so this is kind of a big deal and also i kind of get at the same time because it is over the coronavirus and recently square enix came out and said they're going to be a little bit absent there too due to the coronavirus and i understand to a degree that this is a concern for many people, especially if you have it going on in your city or wherever you are, which it is kind of spread rapidly around the world now. It's not, you know, to the point of the, the Black Plague, but it is something that is, you know, a concern, reasonably so. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with PlayStation missing this, my concern here is that PlayStation hasn't had a presence in, on a stage since E3 of 2018 which was arguably the worst conference they have ever had in the history of PlayStation, to me, personally. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing is The Last of Us 2 was supposed to have a presence there, and now that's not happening because PlayStation won't be there. What do you make of all this, Gino?
1: So first of all, I'm actually surprised to hear that you're saying, so E3 2018 was really the last time they've had a stage presence? Other than really been that long? Yeah,
0: that's the last time.
1: Um, It's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to to think about it in a sense of they're missing it for a pretty logical, a logical reason, but the concern should be that with the increase of state of plays, I think, you know, they're going to naturally just move away from those big conferences and that kind of sucks. Right. And, and because those conferences are a lot of fun, I know I've, gone on to say i'm not the biggest fan of the state of place right and so those conferences were always really really entertaining you know for the most part obviously there were some dull moments in all of them yeah um i think more than anything else it's it's not a huge cause for concern if they end up doing another conference down the road i I, it's hard to say right now i think it's one of those things we can re-examine this in a year or by the end of the year at least and see if this kind of – this and E3 is really the catalyst where they just say, you know what, enough of this. We can't really predict this stuff anymore. Obviously, we don't want to go to E3 anymore, and things like this keep hap- – You know, things like this do happen, and it's not even worth it. It's not even worth planning because obviously there's months of planning that goes into this. So I, I think it's hard to – basically what I'm trying to say is I think it's hard to uh, – analyze it too much right now but i think by the end of the year if we see nothing and then going into 2021 we see nothing i think they're gonna especially because they're still in the lead right now yeah uh as long as they're in the lead i don't think they feel that urgency i think if they weren't and they really felt like they needed to make a big splash they would figure something out but because they don't feel that way they're kind of running their own race right now they don't maybe don't feel as much of a need again. Like I'm saying, I don't, it's kind of hard to say right now. I think we're going to have to wait and see if this ends up being something going forward. That's going to keep happening.
0: So I think uh, something to point out though, with the Mm -hmm. PlayStation five, not even having a reveal yet. I hope that it's being shown on a stage a hundred percent, whether it be their own stage or if they, man, it can't be a state of play with PlayStation five reveal. It can't be a state of play. I understand that last of us two was to have a presence, That's something they can end up just saying, okay, you know what? This happened. This unexpected, unforeseen thing happened. Mm -hmm. Let's release our Last of Us 2 content that we were going to show as a state of play. I get that. That makes sense. But when we're talking about a PlayStation 5 reveal, and I know I'm going off on a tangent a little bit here. I hope, I really hope that they end up doing you know a stage presence there because i feel like that's something that deserves it it does not have to be at another game show it can be their own where they can control it where they only have press come in and you don't have to worry about all these uh people coming in and, and potentially getting sick from it so i think mm-hmm. while they are missing this and it's fine and they may be able to just show whatever they were going to show as a state of play playstation 5 has to have a stage presence it cannot come as a state of play that's unacceptable
1: yeah so i do agree with you that's what i would want too but here's my caveat to what you're saying. I The more and more I think about it, I think they're going to reveal it as state of play. Now, here's why. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing is, if you remember, the Nintendo Switch was shown in a three-minute video, I think. Or it was, no, it was, it was like a 20-minute, sorry, not three minutes, but like the intro for it was like three, four minutes. And then the rest of it was just the games coming on it in a direct, right? And it obviously did really, really well. So... The more and more I think about it and the more of them skipping conferences, I'm going to go out and say, I think they're going to end up doing it like that. Man. And I think they'll be able to control the message a lot more that way because now you don't have to deal with any technical difficulties because it's a pre-recorded video, right? Yeah. So you can really control it how you want to. Because remember, like how uh, Phil Spencer showed the Xbox Series X, imagine if he had a technical difficulty showing it there. Could you imagine how awful that would be, right? They're they, kind they've are suffered they're worse, kind of, man yeah but they're kind of running everyone's running their own race at this point this is what i really think right so uh, the more and more i think about it i think that's what they're gonna end up doing
0: i you know i wouldn't be surprised i think yeah we got to remember nintendo can get away with stuff that no other company can get away with that is true right i think sony just man they have to be on a stage they have to have a whole they have to make a big ordeal about it do you know what i mean it's the playstation man this is something that they've been doing since the PlayStation 1 have a huge presence on stage. And I understand times have changed, but I think PlayStation and Nintendo are, are very apples and oranges kind of situation. I could be mm-hmm. wrong, but that's the way I view it at least. And so and it might just be wishful thinking. It might just be, um, you know, my, my just my personal opinion in terms of how I believe they should do it. And yeah. you're probably right. They might just do it through a state of play and just call it a day and that's it.
1: Yeah, I want what you said to happen because i think what you're saying is the best way to do it i just don't think they're gonna end up doing yeah. it that way
0: I, you're probably right to be honest i would not be surprised so one of my most anticipated games that um really caught my attention the last time we saw it is biomutant and the gameplay looked interesting i love the narration when you were playing the game i loved like everything about it was interesting and it made me excited for the game a game that an IP that You know, I haven't been excited for a new IP in a long time. So this was refreshing and nice to see. And the good news is that it's still in development. And a lot of people must have been concerned about it because we hadn't heard about it. We hadn't seen anything about it in a long time. So the good news is it's still in development. Um, I know there was a tweet that went out. Gino, why don't you tell us about uh, what's going on there?
1: It was just saying that, from what I remember, it was just saying that, don't worry, it's still... It's still in production, right? It was that was okay. the only so thing on right? it has been delayed. Yeah, yeah. So it was just a little bit delayed. I'm um, I'm I'm glad that they did that. I'm glad that they just even to something like that. I wish more companies would like more companies would do that more often and not have such a a long gap, right? Um I always hate when there's a long gap in games. If either don't announce it or if you're going to, you know, if obviously it's delay. kind of keep people in the know a little bit more because I bet you, you know, people want to pre-order. It's like it's good for your bottom line. Like people, will, if you don't say anything, people are not going to pre-order, or a lot less. Whereas you say, "Oh no, no, it's still coming. It's just a little bit behind." You know, it's good for you economically more than anything else. That's what I think. I just wish there was a little bit more transparency when it comes to that. And it's so
0: simple. Just a simple tweet: say, "We're, yeah. st- it's still coming out. We're still working on it." It yeah. doesn't have to be in depth. It doesn't have to be a whole like article or anything no man just say you're still working on it. if we haven't heard from you in, in a year or so yeah i think there's nothing yeah. wrong with that
1: just put people's worries to rest that's that's it
0: absolutely so that's exciting i can't wait to see when that game comes out i am starting to think it's going to be a next gen title
1: yeah i think so too and i'm gonna go back and say this that game will get this past because they've been you know it was supposed to come out and it's kind of getting pushed and stuff like that but stop announcing your games years in advance and then not show them at all and then just be like here they are on the you know on the next generation i hate that and i'm gonna go and say it i'm not saying bio is guilty of it as much as the other ones yeah you know i'm looking at you new elder scrolls
0: oh yeah we're not seeing that
1: probably three years don't even show it like just just You know what I mean? Just I'm glad they're like it's still in development, you know, and you're probably right where they do like a cross gen type thing. I I think that's what's really what's going to happen like a 2021 or end of this year kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. Everything's starting to just get pushed over, pushed over, pushed over. But man, what's the point of announcing them so far in advance if that's all you're going to end up doing?
0: I'm with you, man. I agree with you (laughs) on this, man. I don't think anybody's going to disagree with you, Yeah. although we'd be surprised. So that wraps up this week's news topics. Um, very brief, but some good stuff in there. Uh, Gino, what are you playing as of for the last seven days? Okay, so
1: I always say every week, oh, I'm going to play this, Watch Dogs. And then Watch Dogs switch to Smash Bros. Um, story mode. So let me kind of explain it so last week i said that's the one i'm gonna finish this story yeah i started playing it and i got so bored and i was like dude how is there 800 of these right (laughs) how is there 800 of these like we get it like you could have trimmed this down by three quarters and it still would be very long right so i got really bored of that but i have finally i finally got the game so now there's a twist to this i'm playing star wars jedi fallen order on the ps4 okay okay it is a really good game, and I'm only an hour or two in, yeah. so I'm, I'm still, you know. Honestly, all the reviews saying, like, how good of a game it is, like, I can feel that. Like, so I agree with them, and I also agree with the one negative that I've kind of seen is the UI. Like, the map is horrid. It's probably one of the worst maps I've seen and wow. an attempt to make it, like, Star wars E where it's, like, 3D with levels, but it's like, it's like, it's floating, like while you're walking. So it's actually really hard to see where it's going on. And I actually don't like using it at all. I try and avoid it at all costs. Obviously, you still have to look at it. And then parts you haven't been to, it's just not there. It's just kind of like, it's super, super unclear. But the aside from the map, like the combat's fun. The maneuvering is kind of fun. The controls are kind of weird to me. Like maybe I just have to get used to it, but it's kind of throwing me off a little bit, to be honest. And it's not like there's anything, um, it's not like it's anything out of the ordinary so much. Like, still, your X is your jump, excuse me, and uh, things like that. But I don't know. It just feels a little bit weird. Maybe it's just me. But that's not the only game I'm playing oh, because the shit. same a- day I bought a different game. So I bought two games in the same day on the Nintendo Switch. I'm playing the indie ukulele. Ukulele? Do you remember that? Yeah. Ukulele. Yeah. Couldn't remember. I should. I should know that. So I started playing that, and it is, you know, a 3D platformer. It's a lot of fun. It to reminds me a lot of a lesser Mario Odyssey because of like, it's not only is it 3D, but you're like two characters, you know, obviously Mario, is him in the hat, or it's like your characters, Yuka and Lele, right? Where they both kind of do something, right? It's 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 fun. It's I think he transforms too, which is also kind of like Mario Odyssey. I, I, I'm not that far in that one either. My biggest thing annoying, annoyance with this game is by far the um the 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 voice acting is the most annoying voice acting I've ever had in game. So it's not like they're speaking; it's like gibberish, like go, bah, 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 like you know, oh, it is yeah. horrid. Horrid. I can usually tolerate it. But it's so bad, I had to mute it within the first 10 minutes. Wow. Like, I, I couldn't do it. It was really, really, really bad. But the game itself was fun, right? Now, that is not, that is also, I downloaded another game. Whoa, okay. So, but this one was free and it was on the Nintendo Switch, and I think it kind of deserves conversation. It's called Warface. So, it is um, like a modern warfare free to play shooter type game okay. on the Nintendo Switch. So, it's actually a PC game from 2012. So, I do like that this is a type of platform that really needed a game like this. And I think free to play was actually the smart way to go. I know the game in general is free to play, but I think this works really well. And it gets and I hope it does, you know, keep it pretty consistent, honest, it, because it is actually pretty fun. But graphically, it is rough. Like graphically, it is rough. Like the character models are like are like a mix of like late PS PS2, early PS3, like mid PS3 wow. kind of like like the face models and so obviously when you're playing a first person shooter you don't really like you know what i mean and like i said it's an older game from 2012 um and and it is a free to play so you can kind of and on being on the switch like you can kind of give but i played it on the tv i haven't played a handheld so i don't know from that experience but it was fun to play it was kind of hard and it has the motion controls too so if you're into that this which a lot of shooters like It'll help you, especially against PC players, although I don't know. I don't think it's cross-platform. But a lot of people like it, especially for Splatoon and stuff. And if you get really used to it, you get really, really good. But that is all I'm playing.
0: Wow. <laughs> what are you playing games.
1: besides <laughs> DBZ Kakarot? Yeah, I've been I'm going to finish Jedi Fallen Order, I well, think. Damn, I'm actually surprised, Equality. man.
0: I'm surprised. Three games. He went from not playing any of the ones that he mentioned to playing three games. I know. I'm impressed. Uh, what Thanks, am I man. playing? All I'm playing is yes. dvz Kakarot. That's literally it. Where are you right now? Uh, I'm at the Cell games. So Cell perfected his form. Spoiler alert, I think. I don't know. Um, And, you know, I just got to fight him, basically. Uh, So far, still the game's amazing. Loving it. Um, I'm trying to finish it up so I can just kind of move on to the next thing. Um, Once I beat this, my next game is, and if I beat it soon, it's going to be Days Mm -hmm. Gone. Because I have not even started Days Gone, and I bought it a while ago yes so that'll be my next yeah
1: i think especially before ff7
0: right so it has to happen before ff7 man.
1: now let me ask you this let's say you are playing days gone and you're having a great time with it because a lot of people are saying it is a lot better than people give it credit for and let's say you're you know you're mid-story okay because if you're at the end it doesn't really matter but let's say you're mid story, and FF seven comes out. Boom, it's out. Are you gonna drop days gone?
0: hundred percent, hundred. But then you're not gonna know what's going on when you come back. I won't even care. It won't matter. I don't <laughs> care, man. If if fair if, enough. To be quite honest, I would, if I expect, I expect nothing less. Fair enough, and and I and I would hope so. But the reality is, yeah, I would be ashamed is, man, if it was
1: the other way around.
0: Exactly. But the reality is, man, I wouldn't even start Days Gone. If it, if it's even two weeks in, mm-hmm. wait, yeah, no, it's seven weeks away right now. So if it was like two weeks away, I wouldn't even bother because I don't know. And I want to enjoy Days Gone. I want to take my time with it. You know, I like doing the side content. I feel like a lot of people ruin games for themselves because they just rush through the main campaign and then they don't get to experience the world. Like yeah, I did no that way. with Spider-Man yeah. and I kind of wish I didn't do that. But mm-hmm. I, I will go back and play it for sure because I did want to play the DLC and, and I was gonna yeah. try to platinum it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a game you can easily actually that game is very easy to platinum, in my opinion, Spider-Man. So um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm glad to hear that. That is actually a game I really want to know more about, like for days gone. And I look forward to hearing your feedback whenever that happens.
0: Hopefully soon, man. I'm hoping to finish DBZ, but at least by the end mm-hmm. of next week. Anyway, that wraps up everything for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed yet another episode guys we've been going eight weeks consistently and uh color me impressed because honestly <laughs> i didn't know if we would keep going but i'm enjoying this i'm loving this i don't know how you feel about gino but i i genuinely enjoy doing this. no having activities. a good
1: time it's fun
0: amazing um so let's give our socials you can follow me on youtube.com slash nixne can follow me uh, uh, on twitter at underscore n-i-x-n-e and we can talk about games we can do whatever we can talk about the coronavirus whatever you guys want follow me over there and we can chat
1: uh my socials instagram gino gal g-i-n-o-g-h-a-l follow me on there and on twitter it's the reverse gal gino g-h-a-l-g-i-n-o and uh yeah the same thing we'll chat
0: about whatever you want awesome uh all right guys Well, we'll talk to you on the next one. Take care. See you.